0: know how many of you were here last Sunday, but told you that uh, Zambia, if you've seen the news in Zambia, they had, the president was calling for a state of emergency and uh, shutting a lot of things down, weren't allowed to have any outside events, all of those things, uh, very chaotic, and uh, that was Sunday, we prayed, huh? said we prayed sunday monday morning i received this message from zambia tony which is the one we're working with there he said this morning all is quiet and business as usual Stephen kennedy which are the ones who are the tribal leaders said they have no concerns they've spoken with the police and the finishing up the crusade permits and everything is a go that's our god so that's our god so that is our god he can turn things around how many believe he's a god that can turn things around amen we have an assignment and we've believe that God has given us this assignment. We're not only going to go there and give these people water so that they can have a long longer lifespan, but we're going to go there and give them water so they can live forever. Come on somebody. Amen. We're going to believe God that there's going to be a great response to the word of the Lord and the lives are going to be changed forever. And I'm thankful for that today. Aren't you? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We've been worshiping the Lord today, worshiping good. I want to get ready. We're going to go to John chapter 7 in a minute. We started this year in John chapter 7, and leading up to this point, told you, preached at the first of the year, digging wells, right? And uh, so we're going to go back there this morning on the... Uh, at this moment when we're getting ready to go dig that well. So we're going to go back to John chapter 7. But I want to maybe just sing a little bit of this. It's been in my spirit all day yesterday and today. There is a river whose streams of God make glad the city of our God there is a river streams make glad the city of our god and I will rejoice I from Emmanuel's vein. There is a fountain full of grace that flows from Emmanuel's vein. man you will I know because he can't glad today. today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for a river that flows. Amen. Praise God. You can be seated today in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart or his belly will flow rivers. Somebody say rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the spirit whom those believing in him would receive For the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. We are reading this text from the Feast of Tabernacles. God gave biblical feasts to teach the Jewish people about his character. So whenever you read in the Old Testament and you read about the feast, it is giving you a glimpse, a shadow, a type of what you can expect of the Messiah, Jesus, that is to come. And so we see here that the Feast of Tabernacles, also known as the Feast of Booths, it is a time of harvest. It is a time that, that is an eight-day feast. They are commemorating the wilderness journey after being freed from Egypt. It speaks to us about our salvation. It speaks to us about the harvest of becoming a Christian, being born again, being brought out of darkness into light, being brought out of bondage into freedom, knowing the freedom of God. Amen. And so each day the priest would draw water from the pool of shalom. And they would take a golden pitchers to the temple and they would pour the water out that they had received from Shalom. They would pour it out on the altar, signifying and refreshing that freedom brings. The people would sing and they would dance and they would celebrate and they would recite Isaiah chapter 12 and verse 3 when it said therefore with joy we will draw water from the wells of salvation. It was a beautiful picture of them commemorating and celebrating what God would do through his son Jesus Christ on the other side of the cross. This was a foreshadow, this was a picture, a type of what is to come. It was a beautiful picture there. Uh, when you study it out, they had candle operas that were 75 feet tall the priests would take 10 gallons of oil and they would climb up a ladder to the top of those candeloppers and they would pour 10 gallons of oil in top of those bowls that were on top of the candeloppers and they would light them and there would be a blaze that would shoot up into the heavens and as that blaze was shooting up into the heavens the priests were pouring water from Shalom up on the altar and people were dancing and rejoicing and remembering 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 what would come as they were celebrating their freedom as they were drawing water from the wells of salvation. It is a picture of what we ought to be doing in the house of God that we ought to come to the house of the lord every week and celebrate our freedom that we should come and we should pour out our worship the oil the anointing should be flowing in such a way that we would reach into the heavens and and we would make a signal or a sound that that god is doing a thing in the earth amen Uh, you know you should never be ashamed of being saved You should be ashamed if you don't tell other people that you're saved. Amen. Because you see, this salvation is something that there's a great price that was paid for us. And here we see that they went to Shalom. Shalom means sent. Remember, it's a picture of Christ. They went to Shalom. They went to the sent one. And they was the ascent or shalom was the main reservoir in jerusalem it was their only source of water in case an enemy would attack or there would be a siege upon them can i tell you today that shalom the sent one was the only res- reservoir in jerusalem and it's still the only reservoir for us today that it is Jesus Christ and him alone and when the enemy attacks us and whenever we are under siege we can still go to shalom we can still go to the one who is the reservoir for our soul that we can find spiritual strength and we can find water in the day of trouble can somebody say amen It is the same pool that was mentioned in John chapter 9 when Jesus healed the blind man and being blind from his birth and by making clay out of the dirt. you remember that? And he instructs the young man to go and to wash in the pool of Shalom. So he takes the dirt and he makes a eye And then he washes it in what has been sent. And when what uh, comes from God's mouth mixes with the dirt, which signifies man, and this is a rinsing or a washing of what has been sent, whenever that begins to happen, blind eyes begin to see yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Now I want to tell you today that, that you may not be too excited about that, but if you are blind and want to see. Yeah. Amen. They took what came from God and began to to uh, use what had been sent, and it resulted in a miracle. Say miracle. Yeah. It's something that we have not seen much of in our day. But I stand before you today and tell you that it will become normal in this last day. I said it will become normal in this last day. Amen. You see, whenever God begins to do a thing in the earth, he always uses people. And he uses people that will praise him. Amen. You see... He said, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Huh? I'm going to let you in on a little something today because you came to church on a Sunday in the middle of the summer. He said, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Now, the elements of the earth, wind or, or rain has breath. It has the wind, right? Right? fire has breath you take oxygen or breath out of fire it ceased to exist amen so the water the rain has wind the fire has wind or breath and the only thing that didn't have breath was the dirt or the clay or the earth and so God had a problem. He he had rain that would praise him. He had wind, he had fire that would praise him, but the earth had no way of praising him. Are you walking with me? So what God did is gathered up some dirt and put breath into it and caused us to become a living soul so the earth could praise the Lord. And I want to tell you today that God has done so much for us. And he has brought us to a place that we have been lifted up to praise him. And to give him glory and to give him honor. And he has been sent to us that we could celebrate, amen, being a part of the family of God. He he was sent to us so that we may be able to enjoy the breath, the zoe, life of God. And so today we are a result of the sent one coming and breathing into us so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. If you're thankful for it, give him praise here today. Not only was he sent, but there was conduit that brought the water into the pool of Shalom. It was constructed by King Hezekiah in 700 BC to bring the water into Jerusalem while they were being besieged by, by the king of Syria. And if he would have went straight from the pool to Shalom and brought it into the city. the spring of Gion where he had built this uh, reservoir from and we see that it was 1,090 feet but when you see the actual conduit that led from Guyon to the pool it was 1,750 feet the conduit wound through the city and to avoid the tombs because the fresh water and tombs don't mix amen water represented Jesus and if he would have touched the tombs what was in the tombs would have come back to life come on somebody so God in his infinite wisdom and power he would give instruction to this man Hezekiah to go around and even though how many know that's just like God sometimes he'll allow you to go the long way around just so you don't get disappointed Israel Amen. It wasn't very far to the promised land but it took them 40 years to get there because he had to detour them around because their heart was so weak that he knew that if they was faced with an enemy they would turn around to go back to their home and they would live there the rest of their lives. So he would put them on a detour journey to get them to where he wanted them to go. And I want to tell you today that God is still doing that. The conduit will Wind around. There will be we will to avoid the dead things that come into our life. So the freshness of his word and the freshness of his water will be revealed in us. Glory to God. I'm telling you today that God is a living God. Amen. He's a living God. And he said, I'm going to go and get water and I'm going to bring it into my people, and I need a conduit. Glory. I need a conduit to get freshness into the earth. Are you willing to be a conduit to get freshness into Walmart? Yes. Are you a, willing to be a conduit to get fresh water into your generation? Yes. Are you willing to be a conduit to go to the marketplace? Are you willing to be a conduit? Amen. To, if you have to go the long way around just to get the glory of God, the presence of God, water that you have already tasted of. You have seen that it is good, but there's thousands upon thousands of hurting and broken people that have not yet tasted and seen that he is good. Amen. The conduit winds around the city to avoid the tombs, the deadness. And then Gion means this. This is where the water came from. Guyan means gusher. Amen. This wasn't just a sweet, calm, nice little water. This was a gushing, artesian well that could not be stopped. That's who Jesus is. He's the gusher, He's the unstoppable. Amen. He is the living water. Solomon was anointed king of Israel at Gion. It signifies the fulfillment of the divinic covenant that was everlasting and unending. All kings would drink from Gion on the day that they were put into a position or into authority. The divinic covenant was a prophetic foretelling of the kingship of Christ. His kingdom would have no end. Huh? He said, "I, I, I want you to know that the government shall be upon his shoulders." Huh? and of his kingdom there shall be no end. It is the gushing of the kingdom of God. It is the rushing of the kingdom of God that will come into a city and he's looking for conduit to bring the gushing of his word the gushing of his refreshing into a community, into a city into a family, into a region, into a nation, into a world and he's looking for somebody to be the conduit to bring the gushing force of His kingdom into our lives. Amen. So, what was Jesus really saying? He said, In the last day of the feast, if you thirst, I'm the one that can satisfy your thirst. Amen. Amen. You shall not thirst any longer. If you believe, you'll get your thirst permanently satisfied. Amen. And if you believe, The gusher is talking about the Holy Spirit. And if you believe, he said you'll be filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So full that not only will you drink from it, but you can give others a drink from it. It's a gushing forth. Amen. If you consider the source, then you will never let, it will never let you down. Why? Because Jesus is the sent one. Jesus is the conduit. And the Holy Spirit or Jesus is the gushing. Amen. That is rushing into our nation, into our world. How many know we need a gushing of his presence? Since today, Amen. 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 I caught on my my thing here, social media. I caught on there that uh, Rodney Howard Brown and and uh, Paula White and some of the, all the others were there at the uh, Oval Office. Y'all see that? Huh? I right, two of you. Well. They went there and they prayed for the president. And the media said, it's strange. They're in there and they're praying for the president. It is a strange phenomenon. Tell me where we are in America when it becomes strange to pray for our leaders. We need a gushing. We need the sent one to come and fill up a hey man. We, and the only way it's going to get in the earth. Let, let me tell you something today. And I know it'll mess up religious people, but Jesus is done. He's finished. He sat down at the right hand of the father God. And now he makes intercession for us. But every, anything else that's going to be done in the earth, it's going to be done through you and I. Anything else done through the earth is going to be done through people that are willing to be conduit and go to the gushing, (laughs) go to the well that cannot be stopped, and allow it to flow through us so that we can make an impact upon our nation and our world. Nothing ever happens in silence. Are you hearing me? Nothing ever happens in silence. The only shift and only change that takes place is in a sound. And we have to release a sound in our nation that is not a religious sound. That is not a sound of just coming together on Sunday morning for religious duties and rigors of religion. But there must be a sound that is released that sounds like the gushing. That sounds a sound many waters that is released and begins at the house of God. Huh? If there is not a gushing at the house of God, if there is not conduit in the house of God, then there will never be a sent one that will go and bring refreshing to a hurting and a dying world. And we have to wake up mess my brothers and sisters our nation is in a mess my brothers and sisters whenever we have division and we have all of the hatred and the bitterness that is going on I'm telling you that the White House can't change it the courthouse can't change it but the church house can and we've got to get back to a place where we call on the name of Jesus and allow him to refresh us and revive us and say overwhelm us Since you've been overwhelmed? How long has it been since you tried to drink out of a fire hose? Our problem is we want to go to a little water fountain and get a little sip of water. But I'm talking about a gusher. I'm talking about something you can't just turn on and turn off. I'm talking about something greater than you are. And you crawl up to the gusher and you open your mouth and you get your drink. But you'll be overwhelmed with the flow. Oh, hallelujah. You'll be overwhelmed with the flowing of its presence. I'm telling you today. Is real in our lives again. Yeah. Whether we don't just get enough for ourselves, but we can't contain it. We got to, I remember when the church used to couldn't contain it. Yeah. They have to tell somebody. Huh? Now we can be undercover agents. Amen. Nobody knows that I'm a Christian. Why? Because they haven't been to the gusher. They haven't been to the sent one. And they're not willing to be the conduit for his presence to flow through and make life change. Glory to God. I want to push on you a little bit. I want to challenge you. Because I believe today that God wants to do more than what we're seeing in our place. He wants to do more than we're seeing in our church. He wants to do more than we're seeing in our region. He wants to do more than we're seeing in our nation. God has not given us a platform for the nation, but he has given us a platform for this region. And we are responsible for this region. Amen. And so, he wants to be a river flowing in us amen I want to go to Ezekiel chapter 47 y'all know this and he brought me back to the door of the temple and there was water flowing from under the threshold of the temple toward the east for the front of the temple faced the east and the waters was flowing from under the right side of the temple south of the altar and he brought me out by the way of the north and he led me around to the side of the way of the, facing the east and there was water running out on the right side. When the man went out, eastward with a line in his hand and he measured a thousand cubits and he brought me through the waters and it was to my ankles measured another thousand and he came up to my knees He measured a thousand and he brought me through to my waist and again he measured a thousand and there was a river that could not cross over for the water was too deep and water in which one must swim a river could not be crossed he said to me son of man have you seen this and he brought me And return me to the bank of the river. Hallelujah. I want to read one more verse. Ezekiel chapter 40 in verse 4. It kind of explains this. or brings it all together. And the man said to me, Son of man, look with your eyes and hear with your ears and fix your mind on everything I show you. For you were brought here so that I might show them to you. Declare... To the house of Israel, everything you see. Amen. The first thing he said is look. Right? You got to have vision. Without your eyes, we must have vision of the river. The Bible said that everything that the river touched. What? It lived. And he said that the leaves of the trees would have leaves that would be what? Healing. For what? The nations. Right? And so we see a vision of the river and everything that the river touches is healed. How many want a whole nation? How many want to see a whole people, a healed people, amen, that is healed, that is whole, that nothing is missing and nothing is broken, a river that flows in such force and such power that brings life to everything it touches. We should be that life source to everywhere we go. Don't give in to the murmuring at work. Don't give in to the complaining about the boss at work. Huh? Amen. But bring life to that thing. Bring hope to that situation. He said, not only do you have to, you've got to have a vision. Can you see it? Can you see this region being healed of heroin? Come on. Can you see this region being healed of addiction and brokenness? huh? Of a whole generations now that are bound when tormented. Can you, can you see that happening? You got to see it. And he said, we must have vision for the river. Then he said, you got to hear it. You got to discern it with your ears. You must discern the sound of the river. Because everything, as I told you last week, everything goes where sound takes it. Amen. Everything goes where sound takes it. If you want it to be quiet, then you play a quiet sound. You can have a, you can have a, a room in chaos and craziness everyone talking loud and and having a celebratory time and start playing some slow music and see what happens amen we were out at the ball game yesterday was it yesterday and friday friday we was at the ball game and i don't know who was in that booth but but they didn't have no sense Because they were supposed to be playing a ball game. How many know? Whenever you go out to the ball game, you're supposed to play jolly music. Take me out to the ballpark. Come on, everybody! And you're supposed to have fun. I'm telling you, it sounds like funeral music. People were looking around, saying, "Could you change that music?" I'm serious. Says Holler. It said sounds like somebody's died around here. And it was taking everybody. Everyone was supposed to be having a good time. But the sound took them somewhere. They didn't want to go. I'm telling you that that we must discern the sound of the river. We must discern what God is doing. We cannot give in to the culture of the day and allow it to dictate the sound of the church. But we must have a sound of the river. We must dictate what God is wanting to do in the earth. And by what God is wanting to do in the earth, begin to release that sound into the earth. That's the reason why that a person that has a prophetic anointing on their life, people look at them like they're weird. Because whenever you have a prophetic anointing, you're not just talking about what is going on or what has gone, on, but you went into the future. You've tapped into what God is going to do, and you come into the now, and you release in the now what it's going to sound like in the future. Hallelujah. And the church has been living in the past. The church has been living in... and get into the future two three weeks actually i've preached a whole lot better than y'all letting on amen i tell you i am i get listen to myself preach and get happy amen <laughs> glory to god You got to release a sound into the earth. You got to release a sound into your life. And and listen to me, I know I can't get off of this, but but you can change. Now, I'm not just talking about a nation, a city, a world. I'm talking about your own life. You don't like the way things are going on in your life? Change the sound. Amen. Change the sound. Quit listening until I got a tear in my beard. I don't know. That's the latest country I know. So, <laughs> But quit listening to all that sad stuff and get you some worship music. Yes. Get you some praise music. Yes. Amen. Invest in your spiritual soul and begin to change the atmosphere. Yes. I can go into people's house and tell you if there's worship going on there or not. I've, pre- I've, I've preached and I've even went in because and, 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 and I just go wherever they tell me to and I've I went into houses to sleep and couldn't sleep because of the restlessness and I knew that there wasn't no worship going on in that house. But I could change the atmosphere. I could change it praise God I'm telling you today that we have to discern the sound and release that sound so that we create an atmosphere a womb for God to do what he desires to do in the earth the other thing he said is fix or commit or purpose our mind we must commit our entire being to the river amen amen We must commit our entire being to being a part of this river of God. If we're just half in and half out, we're not going to get nothing. If we're just partially committed, then we get a partial blessing. But people today want to be a part-time Christian but get full-time benefits. But it don't work that way. You got to be committed to this thing you got to be sold out to this thing. The old church used to preach it. But we're afraid to preach it anymore. But I'm telling you today, there's got to be commitment to the vision of God, to the river of God. And whenever there is, when God finds a people that's sold out, I'm not talking about you want him when things are tough, I'm talking about you want it to be a lifestyle of the gushing of his presence in your life, that you want to be a lifestyle of being the sent one that he sends you to do a work and a mission, amen, when you're sold out to that and that becomes who you are and what you breathe, it's the, what you wake up to in the mornings, my God, it's what. You you go to bed at at night amen and you pray on your bed you you know you you want and desire everything that he is it is then and only then will you see the manifest presence of god in its fullness in your life amen verse one and two he said the river of god begins at the house of god with the people of god The word threshold means a point or a place of beginning or entry. There was a flow coming out of the corner of the temple. The flow was the result of what was going on on the inside. Amen. It was a result of the people and what that was doing on the inside. They were looking, they were listening they were living for the river of god and when they was looking they were listening and they was releasing that sound for the living for the river of god there was a progression that began to take place what was that progression in verses 3 through 5 he said the man took him a thousand cubits or 1500 feet away from the temple and he said there were water up to my ankles right he said he, the man took me another thousand or another fifteen hundred, so he's at three thousand feet from the temple, and the water was up to his uh, knees. He carries him or takes him another fifteen hundred feet, which is up to his waist. And he said there was, it was now, it was up to six thousand feet away, right? or excuse me, 4,500 feet away. He takes him again, and now it's 6,000 feet away, which is up to his waist. When you figure this, it is over one and a quarter miles away from the temple. And it is 6,000, it is up to waters that can be swimmed in. The water progressively got deeper. Now I want you to see this. Because where it starts is not the deepest place. But a mile and a quarter away from the temple, where it began, was the deepest place. But the water, the source of the water came from the altar. But the deepness was in the community the depth was in the city. Hallelujah. Somebody will get me today. Where that we have to maintain two things. We have to maintain an altar experience. Where the gusher is. Where it began at. Amen. Where Hezekiah had to go and start putting in the spout so that it could begin to flow through the community. But it did not stop there. There had to be a constant going to the gusher. Amen. The river started at the altar. That what it started had to continue. But it did not stop at the church. It did not stop at the door. In fact, the further away you got from the temple, the deeper the water got. Glory to God. I'm you that God is not interested in a religious revival. He's not interested in us coming to church. Yeah, you ought to get up in the church. Forsake not the simile of yourself together as a matter of some are. But here's what God is after. He's wanting us to go to the gusher, the glory of God, the presence of God. He wants us to get into the altar and become the conduit and go into our city, go into the marketplace and the further away we get rise. Why? Because the more people that get into the river, the higher the river rises. Oh, hallelujah. I'm telling you today that God is warning us in this last day to provide a river for our community, to provide a river for our sons and our daughters, to provide a river for the lost and the broken that brings healing to the nations of the earth. And whenever they get into the river, They're saved, they're delivered, they're filled with the power of God and they rise up and they know that their Redeemer lives. Hallelujah. We must provide a river of living water. We must be that river that does not run dry. We must provide that source. Experience a real God. Amen. I'm not even concerned about people praying some little religious prayer. Huh? I'm talking about they believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and are saved, they're changed. They're transformed. The old man dies. And the new man comes to life. Huh? If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things float down the river. Huh? It isn't about us praying a prayer in the church and staying addicted. Pray in a prayer and keep on living our life the way we've been living our life for the last 20 years. Know the devil is a liar. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature things pass away and behold there's a newness that comes why because I'm not drinking from the same fountain that I've been drinking from all the rest of my life but I've went to the gusher I've went to the source I've went to the sin one and he has filled me full of joy because with your joy I draw from this water of salvation it's not a sad thing it's not an oppressing thing Having, have you seen this verse 6 son of man have you seen this have you seen this the word seeing there literally in the Hebrew means have you experienced this <laughs> son of man have you experienced what I'm talking about yeah. have you experienced the river Have you experienced that it'll bring life to you? Have you experienced that it'll bring healing to you? I don't want to just preach about it, I want to experience the river. Huh? I don't want to just talk about it, I want to experience the river of God. Amen. Are you looking? Are you listening? Have you experienced the river? Huh? Have you experienced the river? The river that brings life. The river that brings joy. Oh I'm not I'm not here today to tell talk to you about about being you know better than anybody else. I'm telling you today that I know as good as anyone else that life has a way of draining you and depleting you. Amen. Amen. Life has a way of sucking joy out of you. It has a way of depleting you. Hardships come, trouble comes to everybody. Those who live say would suffer persecution. He said it would rain on the just as well as the unjust. He said many are the afflictions of the righteous, but, amen, but there's a river, but there is a source, but there is a gusher, amen, that it cannot be stopped. There is a river from Emmanuel's veins and it will not be stopped. Political system can't stop it. Sin can't stop it. People can't stop it. There's a flow of God that's going to come into our nation and even being released now. Amen. But we've got to get in front of this thing and we've got to hear the sound and say, I'm going to be a part of what God is doing. I'm not going to be a part of a religious system. thing and get in the presence of God, I'm going to the gusher and I'm going to hear what the gushing is saying and I'm going to come into my now and release into the future the prophetic word of God and I'm going to see the miraculous happen not only in my life but everyone that I touch. I'm not going to be, I know, I know that my style is out of style, but my style's coming back around. Amen. I've done endured this mess for 10 years, but my style is about to come back around. Amen. And the power of God is real. today. The power of God is real. And whenever a sinner finds that well and they begin to be touched by that river of God, it will really change their life. It won't talk about just being some religious thing. It won't be getting a little certificate and say, now you're born again. No, you'll know you're born again. Because your life has been changed. Amen. Listen to me. I'm not mad at nobody but the devil. And, and I, whatever people do, as long as they're getting saved, let them get saved. But listen to me. I remember whenever mean people came to the altar and got up laughing and smiling. Huh? Changed their life. Oh, ugly folks. Every other word was a foul word. Huh? Some of y'all ain't been in church long enough, have you? Every other word was a foul word, but they came and drank from the gusher. And whenever they got up, their talk changed. Their heart changed. Their life was changed. Now I'm interested in being part of the river. Amen. Said, I'm interested in being part of the river. Whenever I walk into a room, I want to make a difference without making a, a sound. But I want something on my life that people will know I'm in there. Amen. Whenever I get off of that plane in Zambia on Tuesday and my feet hit the ground, I want Zambia to know... That I didn't just come to drill a well. But I came to bring change to a nation. You say, well, you're full of pride. No, no, no. It's what's wrong with us. We've allowed the devil to talk to us like that. It ain't about pride. It's about the God that is in us and being a part of change and being a part of the river that God desires for us to be. Amen. And while we've been hunkered down in church buildings and afraid of the enemy and we say, well, that's just pride. No, it's not pride. This city must be won. This region must be saved. Amen. And it's not going to happen with us sitting in a church being quiet. Got we've got to release a sound. And when we release that sound into our region and into this place, we're going to see the power of God move into that sound. Amen. Yes. The fact of it is, is this. I told you last Sunday, and I, you know, I don't. I know everybody can't. I can't be everybody's pastor because well I won't even go into that but I can't pastor everyone but I'm sent to someone and here's the thing of it and I'm, I'm done come and help me Melissa and that'll help me I know it will but this is what the spirit of the Lord spoke to me and I, I've read this I don't know how many times I've, I've read this but this is what caught my ear and my heart is that it started at the altar but the further away it got the deeper it got first thought that came to me the more people get in the water (laughs) the more the water rises that's good that's good but the second thing that got to me is this is the further it it wasn't the it wasn't the most have you ever you know we're all country right (laughs) we're most of country (laughs) if you want to go get fresh water you don't go down to the lake you find the feed that's feeding the lake and it won't be near as big the lake is large, it is huge but where that lake is being fed from will just be a trinkle, a stream but it's constant it's continual and it's fresh <laughs> amen and it flows out into a lake it flows out into a river and provides water for everything that it touches and the Lord spoke to me and said that we must have a sure sound in the church but we've got to be learned to be more strong in the world than we are even in the church Come on, that's it If we can't make a sound here, we sure enough can't make a sound out there. If we can't come up into the well, the gusher, where it's beginning at. I don't want it to sound religious, but if we can't come here to where it begins at on a Sunday, then my question is, are you there on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Amen. There's been a few things I've been working on for some time. One of them is getting people to the altar. I don't know why people don't want to come to the altar anymore. The altar is not just for sinners, it's where the river begins, it's where the gusher is, it's where the flow comes from. Huh? And the second thing is, is to break the silence because one thing I'm certain of is the church is way too quiet and I think they go together you can't say nothing if you haven't been to the river but if there's a gushing in your soul there's going to be a constant perpetual flow of his presence that doesn't mean you don't have bad days I mean no you can be full of the Holy Ghost and have a bad day Come on, somebody at least smile at me. (laughs) You can be right. People say, and I'm trying to quit, and I will in a minute. People say, you must not be in God's will. All of those bad things happening to you. I want to submit to you today the most dangerous place you can be. It's right in the middle of God's will. If you aren't fighting any devils, maybe you're going the same way he's going. Huh? If you're not enduring any hardship, maybe you're not even found guilty of being a Christian. Huh? But whenever you are in the center of God's will, The enemy is going to try to get you out of his will, his purpose, his plan. But as long as I stay at the gusher, (laughs) as long as I stay with the one, the shalom, the sent one, amen, there's going to be a conduit that's going to flow through my life that doesn't just feed me, but feeds everybody that I touch. And their lives can be changed. Hallelujah. Stand with me this morning. Glory to God. Glory to God. Sister Melissa, I I don't know if you know that song or not, Jump, 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 Jump in the River. That would be a good one. (laughs) But what I do need is something upbeat today. I know we don't, Jake's gone and that, but we need something upbeat. And we're going to get in the river today. Come on in, come on in. I said, well, somebody's going to get in the river today. Hallelujah. before we leave here today, I want those that are going on this missions trip, we're going to pray over us. We're going to be sent. Amen. But I want you today to shake off the heaviness. I want you to shake off the circumstances of your life. And I want you just to get in the river of God today. I want you to get into the gusher want you to experience the sent one be a part of the river amen and what god is doing for us in this hour because i believe when we get into the river and become a part of what god is doing we'll hear right we'll hear the sound of heaven and we begin to recite the sounds of heaven and it'll create an atmosphere not only in our life but those around us and for this region where God will be glorified. Hallelujah. You believe that?